Welcome back to the Degenerated Podcast. It's been a while, boys and girls. It's been a while. But here we are to talk a little puck. Uh, week 18, it's been a topsy-turvy season. I know some of you are uh, thinking about next year already, while some of you were fighting for the playoffs, and some of us, yeah, I include myself, uh, fighting for first place in those buys. We're going to uh, bring a guest on momentarily, but before we do that, we're going to take a look at last week's action. First up, Get Me Samantha takes on Keep Her Foot on the Gas. Graham Stevens versus Smoles and Park. And Graham takes down the champs, 8-4. to four. Uh, Graham crushed offensive categories, winning all of them, except for shots on goal, which he narrowly lost by three shots. Uh, Graham also took wins, and uh, Smoles and Park took the rest of the goaltending categories. For uh, Smoles and Park, one of their better players was Mr. Mike Hoffman from the Florida Panthers. He had three goals, two assists, and five points. Not to mention 18 shots on net. Not too shabby, Mike. For Graham, standout, surprise, surprise, Mr. Uh, Nikita Kucherov. He had a goal, five assists, six points, plus four, two pims, as well as five shots on net. And uh, Steve Stamkos, we're just going to mention him quickly. Man, he's on fire with eight goals in his last seven games. However, hurt. Uh, didn't play tonight, so uh, we'll keep an eye on that for Grammy. But uh, Graham takes down Smoles and Park 8-4. to four. Next up, Line A sleeps tonight versus The Price is Right. The Price is Right. Josh Nielsen. Uh, 12th place versus 1st place. And uh, hey, Line A sleeps tonight. They put up a good fight, but narrowly lost 5-4 to four to our leader, Josh Nielsen. Uh, Linus Simpson Knight took down goals, uh, plus minus, PIMS, and power play points. And Neil said he took assists, points, shots on net, as well as uh, goals against average and save percentage. For Line A sleeps tonight, Anthony and Corey. Patrick Line had quite a week. He had five goals, one assist, six points, a plus one, two PIMS, three power play points. One of those goals was a game winner. He had 15 shots on net and was, uh, as well. Uh, for Joshy. Uh, I guess his Winnipeg counterpart and line mate, I think they're playing together, uh, Blake Wheeler, one goal, three assists, four points. He had seven PIMS, uh, as well as three power play points, and 13 shots on net. So uh, I appreciate the effort, Line A Sleeps Tonight, uh, for, for doing your best against uh, The Price is Right, but just not enough to, to take the win. 5-4, Josh Nielsen takes it. Next up, a Chef Boy or KD. Versus D-Generation Svetch. Uh, Dufa takes down Burke and Derek. 5-4 to four in another tight matchup. Uh, Derek and Burke, they uh, they doubled the amount of goals that Dufa had. Uh, and and uh, handily won points and plus-minus and game winners as well. Uh, Dufa, on the other hand, um, he had PIMS, uh, power play points, shots on net, uh, goals against average, and save percentage he narrowly squeaked out. Uh, four, Dufa, uh, Mr. Mark Stone had quite a week. He had two goals, three assists, five points, plus three, two penalty minutes, and eight shots on net. And for Burke and Derek, Sebastian Aho, uh, one of their uh, Carolina Hurricanes, four goals, two assists, six points. He had two PIMS. He had a game winner in there, as well as 13 shots on net. Um, but yeah, not quite enough 
to uh, to overtake Dufa. So Dufa takes down Degeneration Svetch five to four. Next up, stacking chips. Our commissioner Josh Mammon takes on Hans Grubauer, diehard uh, Simon Lawrence. And uh, on behalf of the whole league, I'd like to thank Mr. Lawrence for taking down stacking chips nine to three. Uh, Mammon narrowly edges Simon uh, by one with goals. Narrowly edges him uh, in Pims. This could have been a lot worse for Mammon, actually. Uh, but yeah, Simon took down assists, points, plus, minus, power play points, game winners. Ooh, just one shots on net by one. Ouch, Mammon. Uh, Simon takes wins and and both uh, goalie categories there. Mammon did get a shutout to, to save a little face on that front. Uh, for Josh Mammon. One of his top performers was Mr. Dylan Larkin. Uh, two goals, uh, one assist, three points. Uh, but he did have 12 shots on net. So good job by the speedster Dylan Larkin. Four, Simon. Uh, three goalies. He's one of the only teams that carries three goalies, folks. Uh, but that's all he needed. Uh, Philip Grubauer had uh, three wins, a, a 1.00 GAA, and a 9.63 save percentage to help Simon take those categories down. So... Uh, Simon takes down Mammon, 9-3. Next up is my matchup, Raising Kane versus Mr. Saturday Night, J.E. And this was a tight one. We both had really good weeks offensively, uh, but I edged Jay in goals, assists, points, plus minus, as well as save percentage and a shootout uh, win there for, or sorry, shootout win, shutout win for me. Uh, and Jay took uh, penalty minutes. Power play points, took shots on goal on the Sunday. That was devastating to watch, just refreshing my app, hoping for, for no shots on net. That is a painful, depressing stage of a Sunday. I'm sure we've all been there. Uh, but Jay, and Jay narrowly edges me in goals against average. Uh, so I take down the week 6-4. to four. I did have nine more games played than Jay, so uh, I really was expecting a little bit better. But uh, happy with my, result, with my result overall, I suppose. Uh, for me... A nice little surprise was uh, a pickup early in the week. I picked him up for the week. Pavel Buchnevich. He had two goals, two assists, four points, a plus one power play point, game winner, and 10 shots on net. Thanks very much. And for Jay, you got to be impressed with Mr. Kyle Connor. He had three goals, five assists, eight points, a plus four, two power play points, and 14 shots on net. But not quite enough to take me down. So I win 6-4 to four over Mr. Saturday Night. And now, the Degenerated Podcast is very happy to welcome Mr. Michael Clark! Hey, thank you for having me. Hey, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. One of our more popular guests that the podcast has ever seen. Uh-oh. The pressure I know. Oh, the pressure. <laughs> Big time, buddy. Big time. Big time. Uh, just start with a quick little story. Uh, yeah, so this was uh, uh, sort of last minute. Got a text from our commissioner, Josh Mammon, uh, today saying that basically we need a podcast today. And uh, long over, long overdue. And uh, Clarky, you know, like, I want to stay in the good graces of the commission. Yeah, no, I mean, if the commission calls, you got to answer. Basically, basically. So uh, good move by you, by... Uh, by, by uh, jumping on. So I appreciate the last minute sort of uh, you adjusting your schedule and hopping on to, to join us here. Um, 
when I uh, when 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 Clarky agreed to uh, to come on the pod. What time was that that I was texting you, my buddy? Maybe like um, it was about five fifteen, maybe. Sure. Yeah, it was about yeah. I got yeah. home from work. Yeah, about like five fifteen, five thirty in there. And that, so uh, yeah. so joking, joking. I text Clarky. I was like, start drinking now. Clarky, what'd you reply? <laughs> I already started. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Okay, yeah. Which glass? Like, what number glass are you on right now? <clears throat> well, I uh, I cracked open uh, one of the the big uh, four ring bottles. With the, you know, a couple glasses. Sure. We got a nice a nice tequila barrel aged oh, beer. Um, that's great. So, crushed that bad boy with dinner and had a little splash of red. And Bob's your uncle. That sounds. That sounds absolutely delicious. Perfect, perfect. Uh, so we just did some uh, some some week updates. Uh, I I went over the matchups from last week. Uh, thought maybe you could um, break down yours. You were up against uh, uh, for forgot forgot about Dre, uh, Dave Paris and Cody. The battle of Tech Systems. If you made the Tech System Cup, how'd that go for you? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, put up another W. I think uh, I I don't think I've lost a matchup. I've tied one or two, but I don't think I've lost a matchup since week two. That is correct. Um, that was part of my insane research. I was supposed to surprise you with that, but yes. Uh, I was, yeah. So I was looking at that so just yeah. just for the listeners. Just before you get into your matchup, I just want to give you a little props here. Clarky started the year five and seventeen in the first two weeks. And yeah, it's official. He hasn't lost a week since, so uh, quite impressive. Quite a quite a run since the first uh, since week three, really. Yeah, this is a perfect way to just you know put a nip in that, um, put a nip in the butt of that, and uh, I'm sure I'll get blasted this week now and <laughs> fall down, fall down to fifth place right before playoffs and get knocked out first round. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, no, the matchup uh, matchup was good. Um, I think I took every category other than plus minus and game winning goals, which is actually rare for me. I usually win those two categories. Yes. Um, so I guess, I guess the boys had a bit of a rough go that week, but uh, yeah, everything else was pretty pretty clean. Had goal pending was a little bit tighter than I wanted. Um, assists were pretty close, um, but uh, yeah, I think it was a good all around win. Nine two is a good number. I'll take it. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm- we're going to jump right into the mailbag right away just because this question pertains to your matchup. But uh, Josh Mammon, he asked uh, how, like, how you feel about uh, the, the, the famous Matthews Hellybuck trade now. And, and like, how did it feel playing against your former goalie this week? Um, you know, I, I think that was a really good trade, um, you know, for both teams, frankly. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you can't not be happy with Matthew. Um, he's been on fire for but, I mean, 40 goals. Yeah. But Hellebuck is, you know, he's as good as it gets, really, in terms of, like, goalies that play on good teams that get a ton of starts. Yes. Right? It's hard It's hard to find both of those two things. They're, they're very rare um, in this day and age. But, yeah, he's a workhorse. That's for sure. He had a down year last year, but he's really bounced back this year. Yeah, it's all about just having the right players at the right time. And the thing that I like, I mean, this is what's going for Dean Cody, is like they're like going to be busting their ass to make the playoffs, right? So he's going to be playing every night. True. They're going to be playing well in front of them. 
it's really important, in my opinion, to have players that are in those like bubble wild card spots. Yeah. Um, this time of year. Totally. Totally. It, it would make sense if you're a team that's. I'm trying to think of a good team. Like maybe, uh, oh God, maybe St. Louis. Maybe uh, they might want to, if they're locked up and they're good to be um, in that first place spot or whatever, especially after going on a, a big cup run last year, it might be wise for them to rest Biddington down the stretch. Yeah, even like a Boston, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, 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 they might, like Boston might even just split the starts down the stretch and, and keep Rask healthy for, the, for their playoff run. Um, I remember I was, I, I think you and I were texting after that trade. And I think I mean, the logic, my logic there was, you know, Matthews is going to be top, you know, elite level player regardless of how his team performs, right? Yeah. Over the next decade. Um, to a certain degree with goalies, they're only as good as the team in front of them. Totally. At least for goals against and wins and shutouts. So it's a little bit more of a crapshoot in terms of. Um, it's, you can say those elite, elite players, you know? Totally. It is kind of impressive with Hellybuck because that, that Winnipeg team, their defense got decimated in the offseason, losing Bufflin and Myers and who else I lose? Truba. Um, this, but, but yeah, and, and I, I think uh, I heard that they've got like three or four starting guys that are making league minimum on, on defense. So there's, but still, uh, Hellybuck's numbers are. Much better than last year, so he's playing really well. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't want to play him in the playoffs. To be honest, no. I, 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 if they squeak in, they're going to get somebody to run for that money. They, they've been there; they know what they're doing. They got the horses up front. Totally. Uh, you know, maybe they grab a D man, kind of towards the end of the year. I mean, so I don't know if you remember, but I had Bufflin. Oh last yeah, year and the year before. Yes, you did. That just killed me this year. I had to trade an asset just to get in the tank. Right. Um, I need to give away Ben, which, you know, he was kind of a bubble keeper for me anyways. But that's, a, just, that's a good know, trade for trade. you, too. Much rather have Latang than Ben this year. Hell yeah. Yeah, he was declining, declining asset. You know, I, I, I treated a bunch of picks as I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I needed to recoup some assets. And so I, I felt like I had probably, you know, seven, maybe even eight keeper-worthy forwards. So. It was like I just wanted to fill the gaps in my lineup and get some assets back. Um, sure. So that's why I paid, I paid a line in as well, mm-hmm. which... Do uh, you regret that at you all? Know, keep me up. Um, you know, I, I don't really regret it because the way I looked at it at the time was I had been... Um, I, I had Bergeron, Matthews, McKinnon, and to me, those three were like head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah. Um, Lining had a terrible year for most of like a lot of last year. Right. He had like one or two really hot months where he was like ridiculous. Yeah, and, and then I think he, I think he went like six weeks without scoring a goal. Something like that. Yeah, That's like perfect. it was tor- it was terrible having him. You know, at that time, I mean, he almost cost me the playoff last year. Yeah, like I kept starting him, and he just kept putting in donuts. I think he had like twenty five goals or something, but he had like fourteen in the month of November. So he, he was like ridiculous in that one month, but pretty ice cold the rest of the year. Yeah, so the way I looked at it is like I've got those three guys, um, and then I've got a bunch of other assets, right? Mm-hmm. And I've got in line A, I had uh, what's his name, Dadanov. Oh yeah. Um, you know Atkinson, who I don't know why I've gotten a affinity towards, but I keep always coming on my team. You love. Him. Um, 
but for me, it was like for that trade with Corey and Tony, it was like, I looked at it like, I'm going to keep, I get Atkinson and the first and a fourth and a whatever it was, six, mm-hmm. um, just for Lainey. Right. And I, I knew I had the horses to like be a contender, but I was worried that because of the lack of picks, I wasn't going to have enough like depth. Ah. And so, so I was like, you know, fuck it. I and mean, to be honest, like I kind of valued Adenov above Lainey last year. And so I was like, I've got Atkinson, I've got Lainey. Um, I needed, you know, to dangle, you know, one of those for a D-man with the Paul Bufflin disaster. Right. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Quick obviously has been dog shit, more or less. But if you look back at my matchups early on in the year, like uh-huh. week three, four, five, six, seven, before I had Bishop, uh-huh. he won me a couple – he won me a few key matchups. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's really all it takes, right? Like, you just – it's not about – yeah, you don't need guys to, to be awesome all year. You just need them to be good enough to win that week. And uh, Well, and, and you, you just need to someone who's going to get starts. Well, that's that's part of it too, definitely. It's like, I, I knew I was going to get starts, and I knew that like I could spot start them if I'm behind in a matchup, um, or I'm close in wins or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could just spot spot start them. What yeah, was your maybe, sorry? Getting back to your uh, sorry to cut you off there, but yeah, but, but the the bishop trade. Let's talk about that a little bit. You made a, you made quite a move. What was that trade again? Could you recap it for us? It was just the first for Bishop. Just straight up, first for Bishop. So a real, those are the types of moves that we see often around now, around the deadline. Uh, But you did that early, and then you've sort of reaped the benefits of them all year. Are you happy with that trade? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm really happy with that trade. I I don't think I'd be, I think I'd still be in a playoff position. I just don't think I'd be, you know, battling for first overall or for the, uh, Whatever you call it, the buy. Sure. I think I'd be probably in this in this little in this mess of people at you know five, six, seven. Right. I think because I I pretty I mean even though I have Bishop, I still goaltending is still kind of a coin flip for me. I I usually win the board categories almost every time. Yeah, I've got a breakdown um, of your um, of your uh, sort of overall ranks of where you rank in totals. Um, so you have like you have the second most goals in the league. Overall, assists your tenth. Um, yeah, that's a weak spot. That's a weak spot for me. That's like, a weak spot. You guys don't like to pass. That's all right. Selfish. I'm not like a dish. I'm not. I'm not big. I'm not a disher. My my, my my coaching of my sons are wearing off. My fantasy play. I'm not. I'm not big on passing. Don't you dare he like pass it to that. He had like ten goals on Sunday. And like, don't you pass it to pass him. I, I swear to God. If you pass again, I swear to God. No mercy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, second in goals, 10th uh, in assists, so not shocking. Sixth right in the middle of the pack in points. Uh, like you mentioned before, you said that you never lose plus minus. You are in first by a mile in plus minus, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but then you're last in pins, so that's also interesting. Uh, and power- that's a goal. I'm, I'm, I'm right up there, though, aren't I? Yep, power play points, you're sixth. The game winners, you're seventh. Shots on goal, you're third. Uh, and then, yeah. then it was funny. You you said your goaltending's a coin flip. Uh, wins your sixth. Goals against average your sixth. Save percentage your seventh. And shutouts your sixth. So if that's not coin flip, I don't know what is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I didn't lose me. You know, I don't lose 
matchups on goaltending, but I kind of win them in, some, in generally goals, mm-hmm. plus minus shots on goals. It's, it's, you know, I changed, I, don't, I think you were sitting beside me at the draft, right? I kind of mm-hmm. changed my philosophy a little bit last year or two with the addition of shots on goal. Oh, I thought you were changing your philosophy I, by drafting good players. That that's part of it too. <laughs> but I, I don't know if you remember, but I did. I printed out like a list of like the the leaders, like the shot on goal leaders. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just looked at it because it's like it's just one of those, it's just one of those things where I felt like if you can knock out, if you get a couple of categories where you're like those peripheral categories, you know, they they kind of win or lose you the matchup. Well, if a guy gets a lot of shots, he should get goals and then that's a point and then that's also a, a game potential winner for a game winner and power play point and potential for power right? point. yeah so yeah with like Tatum and Matthews and like yeah, it's like shit like those guys get like fucking 10 shots on goal sometimes yeah in a single game totally. so it's like if I could get and that's the other reason why I like Atkinson I mean this year he's injured quite a bit but he gets a ton of shots on goal yeah, too he likes right? to shoot the puck he likes to shoot the puck how does it feel overall? Like you're in third place right now, one point out of the bye, six points out of first. Like when was the last time you were this high in the standings this late in the season? And how does that feel? Uh, probably never. Yeah, definitely never. New uh, feelings. Feel good. I feel good. I, I, I felt, to be honest, I felt like I had a really fucking good team last year. Yeah. I, 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 I still can't even believe that I didn't like perform better. I think that was... I was up at around second or third around Christmas time, if you remember. Uh-huh. I and did. fucking Liney went just cold. Yes. Dead cold. Yeah. You and Varlamov got like, injured. Like, it, it was a nightmare. I lost goalies every fucking week. Uh-huh. Even though I picked up Rene for, like, fucking every pick I could have offered you. Right. That's and, uh, and... That trade really set did, me up for yeah. this year. I, pre- I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, you know, we have a history of doing these big deals. Because um, the year before, if you recall, yes. I, I think I traded, you know, you got I got McKinnon from you in that trade. Yeah, that was a terrible, you won that one by a mile. You got McKinnon, I think you got Nylander as well. And I did get and Nylander, maybe, yeah. And maybe a defenseman. And I got, the, the big piece was I got the first overall draft pick. And uh, and I used that on Brandon Saad. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped him oh, God. two, oh, two God. months later. <laughs> but better. But uh, yeah. Um, uh, speaking of your goaltending, Burke and Derek uh, put a question into the mail pa- uh, mailbag, and they want to know what's your like. Are you happy with it? Um, you have the the <laughs> Dal- you have the Dallas tandem and the Nashville tandem, and and like you mentioned before, Jonathan Quick. I'm feeling they're they're asking this uh, probably because they're trying to dangle uh, some of their goalies your way but uh what do you think about that question <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure that there's a sales pitch there um i appreciate that always always trying to close the deal i like it abc um so yeah i mean I, to be honest i'm feeling pretty damn good um about it like bishop i really like bishop um he's a fucking horse to me yeah um Kudobin's numbers have been phenomenal. He's great. He's um, great. Having that situation locked up is so nice. Yeah, and I had him before Bishop. He's actually one of the reasons why I wanted Bishop because, like, I, I picked him up just like as a kind of Sunday ad drop situation. I think he got like a shutout, and I was like, "That's fucking good." And I looked at his numbers, and then I kind of started riding him for a bit, and I was like, you know, looking at Bishop's numbers too, and I'm like, "Fuck, I should just get both these guys." 
most people have the the starting goalie on their roster and then try to make a trade for the handcuff. You you have the you have the backup and you're like, oh, I'll make a trade for the starter. Well, and that's where I had Rennie as well, obviously, and, and uh, yeah, Burke was like literally on a daily basis, like paying me about Saros. Yeah, juicy. And so after a while, like if I give you a couple of picks, for him, will you fucking stop? <laughs> <laughs> Persistent, <laughs> but you know he. Yeah, I don't know. That was a, kind of a tough one for me to pull the trigger on, to be honest, because um, I don't like keeping either of those guys going into next year. I like them for right now. Yeah, the I don't like them for this season for next year. And they're also a team that's going to fight for down the stretch. But yeah, I don't even know if either are keepable for next year. Soros might be the might get the job, but it's probably fifty fifty, and Nashville's not at fantastic it's hard to keep a goalie like that yeah well i love him for right now like as you mentioned like every game's so important um so i like having the man guaranteed start you know I'll pro- i might we'll see what happens real quick i like kind of having my back pocket mm-hmm. um part of the reason why i drafted him was i actually thought there's a decent chance that he gets traded i know he's got a big salary but you know if somebody goes down like an oilers get a goalie injury or you know somebody you know, stars. Like if there's a big, if there's a team that's in a, you know, first or second in division, and the goalie goes down, and they got a little bit of cap space, just my art space, mm-hmm. I would be surprised. He's not terrible. He's just on a fucking shitty team, and he's not as good as he used to be. Totally. He still makes good saves. He just gets lit up on fucking like second third rebounds. Yeah. He's not like I, I wouldn't consider him a top half goalie, but he's still like a, a, what I would consider a legit starter. He just on a shitty fucking team. Yeah, I hear you, I, and, and I agree. Uh, speaking about your trades, usually this time of the year, you uh, like to cozy up with maybe a bottle or three of uh, of Barolo and just haphazardly trade your players for draft picks. That's kind of... Yeah. Right? Maybe, you, maybe you're at home, maybe you're at a hotel bar. Who knows? Maybe you're in an airport. I don't know. You, it doesn't really... Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a ball back. Maybe it's a piano. <laughs> I don't know how much time we have. <laughs> it could be both. It could be both, depending on the evening. But uh, so, that, so I'm just like wondering, like, are you going to take a similar approach, but maybe trade your draft picks like they're going out of style? Or what's, what, what, uh, what are your thoughts going into the deadline? Oh, I'm just going to I'm just going to unload the roster again. <laughs> I don't think you understand. <laughs> I know you do it every year, but this isn't the year to do it. <laughs> you know, it would be funny though if you because if you're already locked up for the playoffs and then you just unload and then you just make a run for it and you got tons of picks. <laughs> just garbage players. Could be funny. Yeah, no, I'm I I've already treated like my first. I don't know, four or first four to the five. I don't know what the what it is. Oh, pick. yeah. So, so you don't have a lot of... of, uh, of uh, yeah, well, I, picked, I wanted Forsberg. Um, right. I really thought, like, that. I figured, like, you know, you know how a team, like, will add, like, a second line kind of, like, winger yep. to, like, round in the top six for in the playoffs? For me, I was like, fuck, if I can get Forsberg. That's it. <laughs> you know? Sure. That, like, borderline keeper. I mean, saying he's a borderline keeper is actually kind of ridiculous considering he used to be, like... Freaking lock keeper. Yeah, but um, Nashville's just I, I shitty. They've been bad. Their power play has been bad. They just, yeah, he's not very. He hasn't had that. And, he, and he's kind of injury prone. But when he's playing, he's good. That's for sure. Yeah, same thing. Like bubble team, kind of like it. You know, mm-hmm. this time of year. Um, 
you and know I figure, you know, Tony. fuck it, if I can get him. And then I'll, I'll just play, you know, I'm going to try to play the asset management game later and kind of see what I can get for people or whatever. Um, you can actually, I mean, think about when I got McKinnon off your hands. Like, you can really, you know, if, if you got a couple firsts, a couple seconds, and you can get somebody like Forsberg, who's going to go in the first round anyway? Yeah. You might as well pick him up in the summer and totally. guarantee your player. Yeah, totally. And just totally. go to draft and get Brandon Saw and drop him after fucking three weeks. Yeah, who would do that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I mean, that's an extreme example, Mike. Sure, sure. You get my point. I, I do, I do. Uh, I wanted to hop in uh, moving off of your team. Uh, now, the, like the league overall is sort of set up interestingly at this stage. We've got uh, Josh Nielsen in first. Uh, he's five points up on me and then six points up on you. So a real three-horse race uh, going down the stretch for for the buys and, and first overall. Nice spot for us to be in. Uh, there's three teams that are basically out of it officially. Um, we've got uh, Simon, um, who else? Uh, Corey and Tony and Burke and Derek. They're, they're, they're three. So we've got three of the top, three at the bottom. Jay Elliott looks like he's locked into fourth place no matter what he does. Uh, that yeah, he's, he's in a good spot right there. Yeah, he's way behind you and way up on, I guess it's Dufa, or or I'm not sure who's in fifth right now. But, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about the teams five through nine. Um, what, what's your take on, uh, on who will make the playoffs out of Sorry, I'm just going to bring up those teams just so I get them right. Yeah, so so Dufa's currently in fifth, Mammon in sixth. We got the champs, um, Smoles and Park in seventh, uh, David, David Cody in eighth, and Graham sneaking back into the playoff picture in ninth. Um, where, where, where do you think uh, the dust will settle at the end of the year? You know, it is interesting. It's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um they're, those teams are kind of all bringing something different to the table in terms of strength. Um, you know, with Duper's team, just kind of starting with who you started with, uh, I really like his goaltending. How about that pickup, Elvis Merzlikens? Jesus Christ. I drafted him. I freaking drafted that guy. Oh, that hurts. And I know, I drafted him, I don't know, probably last round or two. Um, and uh, I just couldn't keep him because he didn't gain the start. Yeah. You know, because uh, Corpy, like, just gets tons of fucking, like, I don't know, if, he, if he's, like, a 60-star guy on pace who's not injured, yeah. I mean, Tortorella just fucking ride that guy. Yeah, he was looking quite good himself before getting it hurt. But now, God, since Elvis took the net, yikes. He's been lights out, like, better than Bennington was last year, even. Um, well, yeah, and the Jackets are actually good now. And they were shit earlier. Totally. Um, yeah, the, the, so, I think they're like eighteen and two in their last twenty games or something. They're 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 really they're really strong these days. Yeah, so I mean, they're a playoff spot. Like, I don't like. There's no way Corbin takes in that right away. Wait, I mean, he got, he almost got three shots in a row. He was yeah. short by like, I don't know what it was. He was short by like eight minutes. Which I was like three back to back shots. That's insane, and especially in this day and age, like that's yeah, ridiculous. Oh, especially when you fucking drafted the guy and then just dumped him to pick up like. Fucking Tyler Yamamoto for like a fucking hot minute or some bullshit. Some bullshit. But um, yeah. Um. So yeah. yeah so I like, do, do, I like I love the goaltending. Yeah. He's got obviously strong forwards. To me, that roster look like that roster looks like a playoff team. Uh-huh. To me, I don't know. I, I don't I know what your take is, but yeah, I, I don't, don't like playing. 
Dufa's, yeah, I think, uh, well, I, I mean, it hurt for him having uh, Couture go down. Uh, now McDavid's a little banged up, but it's always scary playing McDavid. Like, he could get four points on any night, right? Like, um, so, yeah, he's, he, he, he looks strong. And that and that Elvis pickup, uh, if, if he can even stay, be like 75% of what he's been down the stretch, like, Dufa's going to be tough to tough to beat, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I, I, I like him. I look at Matt. I mean, I'll give my ranking. I mean, I'll rank you here in a sec, but just to like, sure. rewrap my head around like the teams. Yeah. Um, Mammon goaltending looks good, obviously as well as the rack. Mm-hmm. Pickup. Um, yeah, Bobo's numbers haven't been there, but um, the wins. Obviously, you get the wins and the shutouts, right? With the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I like the Panthers like as a whole right now. They score a shit ton um, of goals. Yeah, they like just look good, man. Like with Dadnov and Huberdo, like it's just solid. Yeah, um, he's got Huberdo. So yeah, like there's no like glaring weaknesses on his roster. I mean, there's a couple of you know once you start looking at you know forwards that are in, like the two hundred that are on your team, it's like okay, mm-hmm. what's going on here? Right. Um, but you know, overall looks pretty strong, right? Yeah. Um, I'd say Smolzy Cam like the. Average goaltending, kind of. There's not a whole lot of elite like players that kind of pop out in terms of like current day yeah. of like loaded like five six like studs. Yeah, they it's kind of like average back. just across the board, you know. Having Crosby back should help them down this stretch, but I don't know if they'll, they'll have enough to make it. But even Crosby doesn't have the same cachet of like, you know. I don't feel scared playing against the team with Crosby. As I'm sure people are when they play against like Matthews or McKinnon or yeah, you know what I mean. Like totally. it's just a different time. Yeah, now. he's still good, you know I mean? but he's not that terrifying good. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then yeah, DP. Um, I just don't think that they and Kobe. I don't think they got the horses up front. Yeah, they they. Um, it's going to be tough. They're now 12 points back of a playoff back of Mammon. So that's quite, and, and they'd have to leapfrog Smalls and Park as well. So that's tough. That's a tough battle. Tough battle for them. Uh, yeah, they got good D. I like their D in terms of the point production. They get some D. Yeah, Obviously, I was, I was literally about to pick McCarr. I was like, probably the most uh, frustrated aspect of the draft for me was I remember them that. grabbing McCarr. I was yeah. fucking livid. You were like, he was the one player I was going to get. You were so upset. It was so funny. Um, yeah, and not 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 only that, that we we drafted him. Dave said Kale Maker. I'm like, you don't even know his fucking name. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> I'm like, you don't even know his name. You don't you don't deserve him. You don't deserve Kale McCarr. Um, and then you know, I I, I grabbed Team Fuck Man. I mean, I don't know if he that with, with the all the dude. He he had the worst injury. It was ridiculous. Oh, he's had with the worst luck. Yeah. Yeah, with with Randon and Landeskog, I mean, and Pacioretty, yes. who's like rolling. Pacioretty's I don't know. I don't want. I, I actually, I mean, I love the goaltending. Obviously, weak, and that's why you know I'm doing. He's got like graphics show for it, but I, I don't see how Dufa doesn't make it. To me, he's got that fifth spot. I, yeah, I think Dufa for sure. Perfect. Listen to this stat from Graham. Like Graham, sort of. I thought I was counting Graham out uh, a couple weeks ago for sure. But over the last six weeks, Graham is forty-four and twenty-three to sort of bring himself yeah. back to. He's winning every week. Yeah, like that's a like that's a very good pace, and if he can keep that up, 
that then he could definitely uh, challenge for that for that last spot. I mean, he, he's down by what's he down by here? One ninety one. He's down by fourteen, um, and he would have to leapfrog both uh, Dave and Cody and Smoles. But yeah, it's not out of the. I mean, it's not impossible. There's still like four or five weeks left. So um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I like I think David got I mean, that team is going to be it's tough to beat. Yeah. Um, he can beat you in Florida. He can beat you in B. Um, I think I, I, I think Graham's team is like right there in terms of performance. I just I just don't know if it's too big of a hole. Yeah, the climb on it. Yeah, so um, I, I think BB goal you're kind of I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're gonna pull through first. I don't think they can do it either. Yeah, I don't know. Um, get, get me Samantha. Mammon always seems to make the playoffs, but God, maybe this is the year that he doesn't. That would be fun. But um, if, if, I, if, I, if I had a bet on on how it shakes out, yeah, let's hear that. I say it's Deepa, um, Mammon, Graham, Small, DP. Dufa, Mammon, Graham, Smalls, DP. Yeah, okay. I might, yeah, I might flip flop. I might go Dufa. I think um, Smalls might uh, sneak in there. And then I'd go Mammon, Graham, DP. Graham might even skip, but Graham's the wild card. I think he's the scary one. But it's a lot. It's a lot to make up. But uh, especially when you're behind like multiple teams, it's hard to leapfrog. But uh, but yeah, it should be interesting. Five to nine down the stretch. We'll see. Two two will make it. Three will not. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, Let's shift gears a little bit. Um, did you uh, did did you go to Mexico on the? Did you go to Cancun with the with uh, your work? I did. Um, I it was a kind of a quick trip for me. I uh, kind of was kind of in and out. Um, supposed in. to go earlier in the week, and uh, my my son got asked to play at the Giants intermission, like kind of last minute. Ah. And I, I was like, "Fuck it, I'd rather." I'd rather punt a day in Mexico and just go to that event. And then I'm an assistant coach on the team, so I kind of had to go. Oh, um, well, well, that's a nice, so, that's a nice segue. Well, well, was Cancun fun? Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was good. You know, I mean, I, I think it's hard not to have fun. Um, got a nice all round in, you know, crushing cocktails. But I, I think I've been in that trip ten times, right? So it's not like I'm missing out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have no fear of missing out. I know exactly what I'm missing. Same shit. And, uh, yeah, different. Same shit. Yeah, you know, drinking on a beach with 2,000 and my mortal enemy, you know, <laughs> I, can, I can miss a couple of days. <laughs> gotcha. Um, speaking of Bowen, speaking of Bowen, uh, we sure, or I, I sure do, I guess I can speak on the on behalf of the league, we sure appreciate those videos. And I thought it was funny. I, I think I changed the league icon like by accident, and then I tried to change it back, and like I don't know how to do it. So, so I, I guess you're there for good. I guess so. I don't know, but I was like, and, and then it said you've changed the icon. I'm like, I don't even know how to do that. How did I do that? And then I tried to change it back, and I couldn't. So, um, but yeah, we sure we sure like those videos. But yeah, so just we want to know more about Bowen. Um, the, like, uh, first of all, what love what. How old is he, and what level is he playing at? What's his? Uh, is he six. It's ho- it's, he's type? six. It's, ho- it's called Hockey Two now. Hockey um, Two. It's like Hockey One, Two, Three, Four. And you, you'd be an Adam. You'd be second year Adam. No. If it was like back back in our time. He's six. Yeah. No, Adam's like ten years old then. 
no, no, oh no, sir, not Adam. Take, take, yes, take, and then novice, then Adam. Um, okay, so yeah, so so he's take. All right, so describe his game. Uh, like, is he legit? As uh, as the videos show, like, what's uh, what are some of his strengths? What are some of his weaknesses? <clears throat> well, like, yeah, I talk about it with him all the time. You know, I, you know, there's five aspects to the game, okay. right? In my mind, yep. And so we talk, we talk about it all the time. I like kind of rate him on the five areas. All right. What well, do we need to work on? What are those? So it's, for, for me, it's work, it's work ethic, okay. hockey sense, passing, shooting, skating. Okay. And so, so I said to him earlier this year, I said, listen, hockey sense, you're, you're right out there. You know, you're eight or nine. You got a good feel for the puck. Where'd you go? Passing, he's solid. He's one of the only kids passing up there. Um, he has a couple of good highlights of some like legit passes. That's good. Um, skating, I was like, listen, you need a little bit of work. Yeah. Uh, on the skating. Yeah, he gets um, that from his dad. Yeah, he inherited some terrible skating team, so he's got to work. He's working against the green for that. Um, shooting is pretty solid. He can work in the driveway on the uh, synthetic ice to get the puck. If you can raise the puck at six, like, you're crushing it. So no kidding. That's uh, a, yeah, if you can raise the puck like when you're that age, it's like an automatic goal. Like the goalies don't know what to do. They're just like, whatever. It's off the ice. It's in the net. Yeah. And he, he works in tail off. Like he, he works harder than pretty much anybody on, on the ice when he's so, out there. So work out. He plays super, he plays really aggressively. Uh-huh. Um, which, you know, it's, at first it was kind of cute, but now it's like, I gotta like take him off the ice sometimes because he's like shipping guys, cross checking guys. I wonder where he like, gets that. guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's hard because like I'm not going to get mad at him. Like I'd rather him be aggressive and then like have to pull him back. Yeah. Then that you know, like, at this age, like some kids just don't want to check, right? I'm like, no, just like just smoke the guy and get get the puck. Yeah. Like, what would Yarko Rutu um, do? Come on. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a game. Like you know, yeah. if you don't want to check, go go play every net. Like this sure. is hockey. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, right. he's overall scouting he's report sounds pretty he's good. He's a gamer. Like in, in, in like in drills, he'd be like, you know, yeah, that kid's pretty good. Whatever. Like in practice, yeah. You know, he can get he can get around. And then in, when the game in game time, it's in taking prisoners. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, so it's a blast. It's a blast to watch. Very fun. How was the uh, How was the Giants game? I thought that was funny when you said he's the second best Bowen on the ice. Yeah, yeah, the first one has to be drafted third overall. Yeah, it's close. So, I don't think that. Um, <laughs> I can't believe Colorado but, um, has him. They're going to be, Colorado's going to be fucking stacked even next year. God, that guy could be. Well, I don't, and I, don't, I, I don't know if you've watched him play that much, like in the juniors or whatever, but um, he, his style of play complements Makars perfectly. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Like, like he can skate, but he's going to stop here. Um, you know, he, he he was like throwing his weight around as like a kind of a heavier D man. Huh. When he was like a younger D man on that team, he was one of only two or three, I think, you know, um, seven or eighteen year olds, right? Right. Uh, on D, like you see the 17, 18 year olds more on the forward than you do on D. Totally. Like the entire country of Canada has like fucking seven defensemen. That's insane. So it's like it's hard to make it when you're younger than everybody else in a position where strength and size is overvalued. I'm Clarky. I must say, I'm very impressed. You might would you, you you might be up there for Father of the Year award, saying like passing on, uh, fun in the sun in Cancun, free trip to to coach your son's game. 
That's a, that's like a legit <laughs> Father of the Year like nomination. Well, you know, it, 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 it's not all. Like, I mean, I, I was on the road a ton in January. I think I was in five cities like for work in January. Yeah. So, um, so I was in New York the week before. I was like, you know, I was all over the place. So to me, it was like kind of a no-brainer Got kind it. of thing. Like the, all all the Mexico trips will kind of like, like blend together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whereas like the Giants thing is kind of like once in a. It's not going to happen very often, right? So yep. I figured I would just... Uh, Did, I actually had more fun doing that, to be honest, than playing the day in Mexico. I, I believe you. Uh, Graham Stevens from the Mailbag. He wants to know, who is Boland's favorite uh, NHL hockey player? Oh, well... <laughs> that's funny, because he's kind of in over videos right now. So on our week to the game on Sunday, uh-huh. uh, I was showing him um, McKinnon highlights. He oh. was watching some McKinnon highlights on the way to the game. So, so he like he liked that. Um, he just got a McDavid hockey card, so he's kind of all about telling everybody how good McDavid is. Um, but uh, the, he watches more uh, Wendell Clark highlights than anything else. <laughs> obviously, the, obviously, those are my favorite. So if anybody, I, I've said it out a few times, and it's probably inappropriate for me to let my like five and six year old watch it. But that Wendell Clark all heart tribute. <laughs> It's just all time. And so I throw that on, getting a little bit jacked up. No like a little Coca-Cola in his water bottle. No wonder he's assaulting kids. God, just fired up out there, just like old number 17 for the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's, that's awesome. Um, that's, okay, uh, one more hockey question for you. Um you mentioned that you're assistant coach on the team, so you're obviously around the parents quite a bit. Uh, what's your take on on uh, hockey parents that 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 are on your team? Um, maybe ones that that they've gone up against. What's the culture like of hockey parents these days? Um, you know, it's not as bad as it, it's probably gets when they're a bit older. Yeah, so the people um, are pretty nice at this age so far. Yeah, I don't really have, you know, I don't know if you guys listen to Spit and Chicklets, but they have that segment on uh, the new one with Keith Yandel's brother. Oh, yeah, Brian Yandel, yeah. Um, I haven't experienced anything like that yet, but, yeah, it is pretty crazy, like, just how into, like, everybody gets. He, yeah, myself, he, inclu- myself included. You haven't done um, the, Brian Yandel told the story about someone waiting out, or, uh, to, like, their kid got hit by some other kid, and so then... He attacked the ref after the game, but it was the wrong ref. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's it's, it's if you're gonna attack the referee of your child's uh, game, at least make sure it's the right one. You know, that's the lesson there. I think. Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty crazy. But I, you can already see it. Like it gets pretty crazy. Like kids are only playing hockey. It's all these hockey academies now. Yeah, right. Like the, totally. Like the, the clubs like the Richmond or um, whatever club teams they aren't the best players. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Clarky, do you want to stick around while we uh, shift to the top performers? Yeah, let's do it. This kid. Kid is a fucking stud. Kid's a fucking beauty. Fucking look at this kid. Fucking love this kid. Kid lights lamp. Hashtag lamp light. Easily lamp. Don't give him too much space, buddy. He'll dangle. He'll dangle all the fucking way to outer space. All right, first up, we'll start with the goalies. Um, the third best goalie from last week belonged to Simon Lawrence. Now, speaking of the Colorado Avalanche, uh, was Philip Grubauer. 
He had three wins, a 1.0 goals against average, and a 9.63 save percentage. Uh, The second best goalie, Clarky, we talked about him quite a bit already. He's on Doofus team. Who do you think it is? Albert Merzlikens, right? That is correct. Your former draft pick. Uh, He had two shutouts uh, and a .093 goals against average and a 9.63 save percentage. Uh, and the best goalie from last week uh, belonged to, he was a first-round draft pick, and he belongs to uh, Cam and um, Smoles. Who do you think it is? Oh, sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> were, you, were you drinking a bottle of wine? Okay, yeah. Maybe you don't want to stick around for the top performance. <laughs> uh, New Jersey goalie, Cam and Smoles, first-round draft pick. Cam Smoles, um, what, not Blackwood. It was Blackwood. He, he wow, really played twice last week, and he didn't let in goal. Two shutouts, so he gets the first. He was the first uh, or top ranked goalie of last week. Um, moving on to defenseman, uh, this guy was just recently picked up, but he's now the third ranked. He was the third best defenseman all week last week. Picked up by Kevin Dufa. One goal, three assists, four points, plus five, two pims, a game winner, and eight shots on net. From Boston, Mr. Charlie McAvoy. McAvoy, yeah. 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 I, think I, I think I might have drafted him, actually. <laughs> God, your, your draft picks are just littered all over this top performance. <laughs> yeah, dropped his ass pretty early. He's pretty hit or miss. Yeah. Oh, McAvoy, I think that was his first goal of the year. He hasn't scored all year, but... um. Yeah, uh, that's probably uh, why I dropped him. Probably you didn't miss out on any goals. Uh, the second best defenseman from last week. Uh, hopefully, Dave Paris has learned how to say his name right. It is who, Mike Clark? Kale Maker. <laughs> Kale Maker is cor- is correct. One goal, four assists, five points, plus four, two power play points, and ten shots on net for the Colorado Blue Liner. Uh, and the best defenseman from last week belongs to Grammy. And he plays on the Winnipeg Jets that we talked about a little bit before. Neil Pionk. Pionk. Yes, it is. Yes, indeed. Good one. Uh, One goal, three assists, four points, plus three. Four uh, penalty minutes, three power play points, and 14 shots on net. Nice week for Pionk. Um, Okay, now moving to the forwards. Uh, the, the third best forward from last week belongs to J.E. And also on the Winnipeg Jets. Who is it, Clarky? Uh, was it uh, Wheeler? No, not quite. Not quite. Likely? No, he held out early in the season. Number 81. Oh, Connor? Yeah, Kyle Connor. Yeah. Oh, he, shit. I just haven't been paying that close attention. I didn't realize he had a good week. He did have a good week. Yeah, three goals, five assists, eight points, plus four, two power play points, and 14 shots on net. I was uh, I was playing Jay this week, and I and shots on goal was like really close coming down to Sunday, and I had like more games played, but I was down by shots on goal, and I like averaged it out. I should have won, like if all my guys just did their averages, and so did Jay's, and then it came down to it, and then the Chicago Winnipeg game was on, and it's just oh just, yeah, I, I was watching that game closely myself. I'm just basically. It's weird just watching a hockey game cheering against a guy to get a shot on net. (laughs) I was watching, uh, I wasn't watching, I was paying attention to that game because it was 
DP and Cody's last hell of a start. Ah, so you were, you were cheering for Chicago. Well, yeah, Doc pops it up like 2 nothing in the first. I'm like, it's over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, the second best uh, forward from last week um, belongs to Simon. Hans Grubauer, um, I don't think you're going to get it. I don't even know what hint to give you. Kevin Fiala, uh, I didn't even know he was on a roster. Wow. Four goals, three assists, seven points, two pims, four power play points, a game winner, and 20 shots on net. Not bad for Mr. Fiala. And the best forward from last week also belonged to J.E. God, he had two of the top three forwards, and he still didn't beat me. Take that, J.E. Suck him. Um, Mr. Uh, John Tavares. He had five goals, two assists, seven points, six pims, four power play points, wow. a game winner, 13 shots on net for G. That's a, that's a good week. That's a good week for GE. Very good week. Uh, this week's top performers were brought to you by Pacific Poor, Vancouver's newest and best event bartending service. These guys go beyond weddings and bar mitzvahs, folks. Headed by CEO <laughs> Jeff Hopkins, Pacific Poor provides cock and mocktail experience experiences that will leave your guests walking out thinking that function wasn't a waste of time after all follow on instagram at pacific poor and message jeff for quotes for your event bartending needs um and that about wraps it up uh i'd like to thank you mike clark for joining us on the degenerated podcast absolutely anytime uh anybody looking to get a fifth round pick call me i'm uh i'm about to break break open a nice mall back here and uh i'd love to, love to give you a fifth rounder for neil pionk or kevin yeah hit me up you know by the time this goes out i'll probably be passed out but worth a shot I'm, I'm gonna try to get it up as fast as i can for the league um all right to uh Everyone out there, uh, wish you the best of luck next week, except, of course, for my opponent. Um, but then other than that, until next time, we gone!